Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Deeper Daily Podcast for this ninth day of December. I'm Paul White. Thanks for joining me. We have our monthly meeting tonight in Chapin, South Carolina, 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time. If you are in the Columbia, South Carolina area, man, we would love to see you and, and just fellowship with you and worship with you. Learn about Jesus together tonight. We, we, uh, we hold this every month. This is early. We normally do, do this on the fourth Friday night of the month, but because of Christmas and scheduling, uh, it's tonight. Also, because of scheduling, we do not have our Flowery Branch meeting this weekend. Normally, those happen on the same weekend. Instead, it's next weekend. So the 18th day of December, we have our monthly meeting in Flowery Branch, Georgia, 4 o'clock p.m. Uh, Eastern Time, and that's on a Sunday afternoon, and we would welcome you, of course, anyone, anytime that wants to come be a part of that meeting, and we record those video and audio so that we can share them with you in the future. Today, we celebrate the 13th day of the Advent season, and I want to take a little different turn today and honor an individual character. We're going to do this a little more as we approach the Christmas Day celebration. From here on in, we're, we're going to start looking at some of the characters involved in, the, in this season of anticipation and awaiting the birth of the Lord Jesus. We know there's a lot of characters in the story. We've heard them all in the Nativity over the years. But, you know, a character that I don't think gets a lot of attention, that, that's part of the Advent story that probably is one of the most obvious parts of the story once you point it out, but it's just easy to overlook. And that's John the Baptist. And the reason he doesn't get a lot of attention is because we think of John the Baptist, we don't think of him in terms of the birth of Jesus a lot. We think of him in terms of the the inauguration of Jesus's ministry, because where John really gets into the story is in that moment when Jesus comes to the Jordan. And, and I, that's a moment I, I actually want to read up to today. But also, we, we hear his name in the Nativity story, and we'll, we'll probably deal with that whole aspect in a future podcast. But we hear his name because we know that Elizabeth is, is pregnant with John when she hears about the arrival of or the, the pregnancy of Mary, and of course, John leaps in her womb. So we see him there, but we don't think of him in those terms a lot of times. What I'd like to do is just think of this arrival, this advent, through the eyes of John the Baptist, in that from the time John was born, he started hearing the stories about his conception and about the prophecy around it, the famous story that his dad went mute because he doubted the angel. He's probably heard that story a thousand times as a kid. He's heard the story of, of his mom meeting with Mary and uh, and leaping within his mother's womb when he hears of Mary being pregnant. And he's kept track of Jesus, his earthly cousin, probably the, all of these years. And maybe they were separated. There's pretty heavy indication if John is a part of the Essen tribe uh, or the Essen sect of Jews that he would have been sort of living in the wilderness and maybe been some sort of pariah or outcast from his earthly family. And so maybe he and Jesus haven't had as much contact as we like to think. It's hard to say. But it is evident that John understood his role. I want to read for you today from Luke chapter 3, where John the Baptist prepares the way for Jesus. And I know it's it's not 
necessarily an Advent text, but I'm trying to see this through the eyes of one man who knew Jesus was coming, didn't know exactly who it was, knew he was coming, knew that his own ministry, John's own ministry, could only really last as a preface unto this other ministry. Luke chapter 3, verse 1, in the 15th year of the reign of Tiberius Caesar, Pontius Pilate being governor of Judea, Herod being tetrarch of Galilee, his brother Philip, tetrarch of Iturea and the region of Trachonitis, Lysianus, tetrarch of Abilene, while Annas and Caiaphas were high priests, the word of God came to John, the son of Zacharias, in the wilderness. And he went into all the region around the Jordan, preaching a baptism of repentance for the remission of sins, as is written in the book of the words of Isaiah the prophet, saying, The voice of one crying in the wilderness, Prepare the way of the Lord, make his path straight. Every valley shall be filled, every mountain and hill brought low. The crooked places shall be made straight, the rough ways smooth, and all flesh shall see see the salvation of God. That That was our reading for December the 1st in Advent season. That was Isaiah 40, verses 3, 4, and 5. But that's John quoting them in Luke chapter 3. And from that point on, he begins his ministry of preaching to the Pharisees and anyone standing around, and then finally says, there's one mightier than I is coming. He's going to baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. Think of the arrival of Jesus through the eyes of John. Waiting, waiting, waiting. My entire life, I know I am the preface to something big. Most of us want to be the something big. If we knew we were simply the preface to something big, do we have the makeup to be the one that leads the way, that sets the standard, and then gets out of the way? We can even make an argument that John struggled with getting out of the way. He continued his ministry after Jesus was on the scene, even though he said, I must decrease, he must increase. Trying to look at this season through the lens of John, anticipating the arrival of Jesus and doing your job in the meantime, that says this to me in this season. I'm anticipating God's redemption of all of this, however God chooses to do it. In the meantime, I participate. I work. It it would seem to me that if in the end we're supposed to see a world where the swords have been beat into plowshares, that is not only a metaphor for that which brought destruction, dissolution, and war will someday bring hope and agriculture, but it also says someone's going to have to beat those swords into those plowshares. And it also says that in God's new creation, we're still plowing. We're still participating with God actively in the kingdom. Our greatest example of this, maybe, in, that Advent, in this season of Advent is John the Baptist, actively working, though he knows he's building nothing on his own. In some ways, he's a type and shadow of all of us, actively working for the king and the cause, knowing that it doesn't belong to us, knowing that someone greater gets all of the glory. Maybe we should pay more attention to John than we do. At least I know I should. More from our Advent season tomorrow, including we'll introduce to you the sermon drop for this weekend. We'll see you tomorrow. God bless.